Global Broadcasting Networks presents Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. Now here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and today we're talking about second chances, which is a great thing because these last two parenting shows in our parenting series, and you can find them on iTunes, you can go to MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com, have been tough for me, girls, because I'm not remarried, I am divorced, I don't have a happy long-time marriage, and so I just kind of sat bitterly and colored on my um, show sheet while you guys talked in happy marriedness. But I think so many times uh, it doesn't matter the longevity, it's the uh, the heartfelt. If you have only been married for five years, I work with a guy, this is his second time around, he is so in love with this woman. They have the most amazing relationship and that is, is worth uh, 40, 50 years right there just because his, his eight years or however it's been um, have been so fabulous for him. So, well, I'm glad, and it does give me hope, I will say, other than being bitter and coloring, you know, and stabbing my paper, I actually was filled with hope, and I do enjoy both of your marriages. I enjoy um, Kathy Crafty and Dave. I love you and Stephen. You know that, and I'm, you know, it gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, and, you know, I'd like to give a message um, from our sponsor, because one of the things that's been really beautiful for me is these these food deliveries that come right to my house, Robin. It's they so much they are so much fun you know and the kids get so excited when they you know they see the boxes here and we're talking about HelloFresh and I want to give a message from HelloFresh because they offer these different boxes they have the classic box they have the veggie box and they have the family box and this is great because you can order like three four five different meals per week and they can be set up for either two or four people and new recipes are created every week so you don't get bored and HelloFresh is this meal kit delivery service, and it's super fun, it's super easy, and it's super convenient because it means I don't have to drive to the market, I don't have to buy a bottle of stuff when I only need, you know, a little shake or a little spoonful right. or teaspoon here, and the best thing is they come in these little laminated placard cards that have step-by-step instructions, so as a single mom, if I'm running behind, my kids who are 10 and 13 can easily follow these instructions. And um, they're step by step and they take about, I don't know, they say it takes 30 minutes. But, you know, when you have two boys working like slave labor in my house, we can get a lot of this prep done in a, in a lot less. And you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be this seasoned cook at 10 and 12. My boys are not these great cooks. But there is also no food waste. And I love that there's all these little zippy packs. There's like a little bit of mayonnaise or a little bit of honey or a little bit of mustard or a little bit of, because sometimes we don't like those things. And um, I can add it for one kid and not for the other. I can add it to the meal or not. And I don't have to buy a whole jar to plan a meal for something that we may or may not eat again. And so 
the waste is minimal. And now I found we've liked everything that they've made. I mean, the kids even ate the fish without a grimace or a gag or grabbing their throat. And that's pretty good. And there are two registered full-time dietitians on staff who review these recipes, you know, because we don't want them loaded with salt or loaded with sugar or loaded with fat. I've got one skinny mini and one chubby dubby in my household. So trying to get a menu and a portion that fits everybody is really hard but when it comes out of a box rob it is so great <laughs> and you custom you customize it too because let's i'm not one who likes a lot of vinegar in everything i find it it tends to bother me but if i put just a tiny bit of vinegar and i'm doing greens or i'm doing whatever it is that little bit is all i need but i can control that and that's one of the beauties of this is that you customize your menu to i mean your cooking to what you like and um, and everything is is fresh. If you bought a, a frozen dinner of the same menu, whatever, you don't know what was in there for preservatives. You don't know what was in there uh, to keep it in the freezer for the next sixteen six months or whatever. This is fresh. Well, it is fresh and it's fun. They come in like these shoe boxes and each shoe box you open up has like, they're like a cardboard shoe box and you open them up and there's all the fixins in there. There's the vegetables and the potatoes and the the little tubes or jars or whatever. And they look like those little airline first class jars, you know, because the kids, we saved them. There were two jam jars that we got in two of the different recipes and the kids loved those jam jars. And now I scoop the stuff out and put it in the whatever recipe we cooked, but we saved those little jam jam jars and the kids sure. they we fill them with jam sometimes they take them you know if we have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and we're going somewhere you know one of the kids will fill up his little jam jar and he's like oh i'm gonna make it on the road i'm gonna make it fresh mom and <laughs> you know we they're a lot of fun i mean these this um these these meal delivery kits and they do save like i'm going to reiterate you, you don't have to drive to the store you just right. have to go to the door and you're not wasting a bunch of stuff i just cleaned out my pantry i had a whole bunch of of jars of stuff that I had opened, used once. And same with my fridge. And I had taken a couple spoonfuls out, yet I have to buy the whole jar, like tahini. I have a whole jar of tahini, Rob. How much tahini can I go through? I only make hummus in the summer, like three times a year. So I'm a big fan of this because it is fun. It is easy. It is convenient. There is no waste. And um, the kids like the menus. I like the menus. We do have a um, we do have a code that we can give everybody to uh, to get um, money off. You can get thirty five dollars off your first week of deliveries by going to HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code Military Mom. That's Military Mom, all lowercase, all one word. So thirty five dollars off your first week of delivery. Visit HelloFresh.com and enter in the the promo code military mom when you subscribe rob you get meal kit delivery services at your house i get them at mine why did you choose to use the meal kit delivery service i like them because it is all ready for me when i walk in the door i don't have to stand in front of the refrigerator and say oh gee what are we going to have and do i have the right ingredients do i i know i want to make this casserole but i might not have all the ingredients you've just wasted a half hour 40 minutes just talking about it and then you end up calling out for pizza down the corner and maybe not really having a very nutritious meal so um i i find that we're having such balanced meals 
meals, that we have uh, wholesome meals, and then we're not snacking all night long because we ate a great meal and we're satisfied. So that yeah. that's been my biggest thing. Well, and when you talk about that decision thing, that happens to me, too, because, you know, as a single mom of two kids caring for her 80-year-old dad, there's decisions I have to make all day long. And the worst thing that I hate is when I come out of my office, and granted, my office is in my home, but I walk down the hall, and I'm not even switched gears yet, and three faces look at me and go, what's for dinner? (laughs) You know, and I just want to turn back around and walk away and go, you know, just walk into the light, Sam, walk into the light. Um, (laughs) But I don't have to when this box comes, because first of all, the kids get to the door before I do. Everybody's got their hands in these boxes before I can even get there. And um, I will tell you, the rosemary that came last week was nicer than the rosemary grow in my garden i was so embarrassed the kids are like what is this mom it's green it's fresh it smells good i'm like well it's the same dried up stuff in the backyard it only looks better (laughs) everything is fresh and therefore it is hello fresh it's a wonderful uh wonderful option whether you're two in your family three in your family four in your family whatever uh i find that they are uh wonderful meals so we want to Drive you to HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code MILITARYMOM. Oh, I love that. I love working with you, Rob. So today's show is about second chances and repurposing. And, you know, I'm divorced, Rob, but I don't like to use that word. I'm going to invite everybody to use the word I use, which is I'm recycled. I'm recyclable. So I'm going to be put in something new and better and more wonderful in the future. And so I'm going to put my bitterness aside and enjoy today's show uh, with Kathy Kraftke and Robin Boyd. Rob, I'm going to let you close it out oh we got a couple more minutes before the break and we should say welcome kathy we've been talking about food and i don't know about you but i'm getting hungry (laughs) (laughs) well and i love the idea that kids always eat better if you let them help prepare it and when i've had those boxes come to my house oh my gosh the kids my parents they love it it was like i felt like i was the star of my own little cooking show (laughs) <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you do. I, I I find that I like to get all of my little dishes and prepare everything, and then it does go very, very quickly. But you must um, – do you, do you cook for an army when you cook, Kathy? I try to only cook when I have an army coming in, all the kids. I don't, I don't really like cooking for just Dave and I. I mean, we basically – we're in Texas. We like nachos. That's a good – that's a dinner for us. <laughs> See, it's got tomatoes. It's got grain. Yeah, it's got. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do. Well, we we try to eat salads at our house, but I, yeah. I think uh, coming fresh like that—that that is just heartbeat. It's true, and I think it is nice to uh, try new things. Um, my husband wasn't always willing to try new things, and uh, now that we're getting older and we don't have the kids uh, at home anymore, it is kind of fun to try some new things. So it it really is uh, a wonderful opportunity. Kathy, we did talk last week about long-term relationships, but I do want to um, include Sandra in, in our conversation yeah. because uh, being a able to learn from no matter what our 
journey in life takes us on. Uh, there are always things that we learn as we go, learn as we grow. And once we have learned and grown, we then become a more flourished and more blossomed um, and ready to accept whatever new journeys life brings to us. So um, th- that's the, the thing that I think is beautiful is that we've learned, we've grown, we've flourished, and now we're ready for all that life has for us. We're today with Kathy Kraftke, and I want to make sure that we give you uh, give everyone your website. It is C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F, as in Frank, V as in Victor, E, Echo, Dot com. Uh, we will be back on the other side of the break. We've got lots to talk about in this hour. So we hope that you're comfortable. Don't go away. Get a drink. Get a cup of tea. And join us right back after the break on Military Mom Talk Radio. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn lady show Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on all business radio network.com. The LinkedIn lady show is designed to inform, inspire and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic personality and purpose. And the LinkedIn lady will interview a variety of guests such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. offer wonderfully wild and wacky summer foods. From chicken fried bacon in Texas to Minnesota spaghetti and meatballs on a stick. There is something about dining at the fair that can make anyone an opsomaniac or a person who is driven to the point of madness by food. State fairs are famous for their loverwort or food with no nutritional value. The California State Fair boasts fried Krispy Kreme chicken sandwiches. That's fried chicken and Swiss cheese tucked into a Krispy Kreme donut served with a side of honey sauce. At the Iowa State Fair, you can enjoy a hot beef sundae. That's a big scoop of mashed potatoes over roast beef, covered with gravy, sprinkled with cheddar cheese, and garnished with a cherry tomato to look like a sundae. What's another word for messy food? Ma Wella. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we're visiting today with Kathy Crafty, and this is third in our series of marriage and family success shows. And today we're going to talk about second chances and parenting, which are sort of like this repurposing trend we're seeing. Kathy, I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit more about this concept. Um, you know, it's, it's something that I like because I don't like to see myself as a failure or something that ended. I just like to see it as morphing into something new. 
Well, I, I really love the whole, what you said earlier about being recycled, but I would just say, I, I'm going to call you re-gifted because you are such a gift to me, Sandra. I, I just love everything about you and everything that contributed to the moment in your life where you are now is a blessing from my point of view, even though I know some of it was really hard. But what I think is true, like, I'll just give you an example. As as we get older, it's just harder and harder to find gifts to give our girlfriends. So I had a, friend, a very close friend last week. I took a present to a birthday party, a little luncheon we were having for her. And I just put everything in it that would make a tea party because I know her. She, and, and what was really funny is when I told her that this is a, this is a tea party in a bag, because I know you don't want one more thing around your house, but you are always doing things for other people. And she and one of our other girlfriends started laughing because that's exactly what they were doing right after our lunch. They were going to see a friend and they were going to pick up something to take with them. And so that was to me, that's a perfect picture of what a re-gift is. I just wanted to empower her by giving her a little tea party in a bag because I know her lifestyle. She is always doing things for other people. And that's how I view this whole concept of second chances. Sometimes God just gives us a gift of a second chance, and it is meant to be a blessing for everyone in our life. That's certainly how you are. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. I hope my future husband thinks I'm a re-gift, too. <laughs> with you, you won't even believe how much he values you, that you'll just walk on air because it'll be so sweet. Uh, and then I'll lord it over you two happily married people. I'm newlywed. I'm newlywed. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get that two years of grace that we all get. And then we'll realize that you don't have to work. Mom! <laughs> Well, and and I just want to throw this out, too, because, you know, I've just about got the manuscript done on the marriage book, but the parenting book is next. And I think in some ways our that whole concept of regifting is what we do for our kids, too. We we take the very best we have for them. And my mother was so good about doing this when we were kids, like she would wrap all our presents in funny papers, you know, from Sunday. She was always saving the funny papers. And then I was horrified and embarrassed because I would be the one kid there with my, everybody else would have beautiful pink or blue, shiny, lovely paper with a big bow. And I would come in with the funny papers on my gift. And he was so ahead of her time, you know. Now everybody wants that that kind of recycled, repurposed, re-gifted kind of that thing happening, but back in the 60s, that was really not cool. I'm just going to say <laughs> it's cool now. I mean, now I'm giving her tons of credit for it, but at the time I was so mortified. <laughs> so, Isn't it true, Kathy, though? We, I think, have gotten over those things that flustered us maybe when we were younger, and there's a, a maybe a little more inner calm now to be able to uh, know exactly what we want, know exactly what we don't want. Um, and, and having that, uh, sense of confidence that, that inner strength that we didn't have when we were younger now makes a relationship stronger or, or you're going to get down to what is really important in a relationship probably a little more quickly. Yeah. And I think, I think when we're talking, especially to military moms who might be listening and they've been through so many challenges there, that's, you know me, I love to, every time I have a chance, thank people who have served our country and not just our heroes in 
uniform, but also their families on the front lines, on the home front. That it's just such a such a difficult place to serve everyone else. And and it, it you know you you're home, and I can only imagine how lonely that must be sometimes. But I I think. I think there's a place for uh, taking those very difficult things and giving them as a gift to our children as they see us show the stamina and the stoicism and the dignity and and even sometimes lose it, you know? Those yeah. things we go through with our kids, it just it's like a gift we give them. A, it's like a second-generation kind of re-gifting. It, well, I think. I, go ahead, Rob. No, no, no. I was just going to answer her, but you, I want your statement. Well, I just think that, you know, we do. We do the best we can with our kids. And I just wanted to say to Kathy, like, my grandparents used to wrap presents for us in the funny papers, and we just thought it was so weird. And then my generation was the packaged um, snacks versus regular snacks. And I remember throwing a fit because my mom would take Fritos and put them in a Ziploc bag, you know, a little zip, like a small snack bag, or she would reuse a bag. Like I'd have a sandwich that was wrapped in a Wonder Bread bag with a tie. And I was mortified because I'd go in and there'd be like, but those Fritos have, you know, the Frito package, they look like a little baby Frito package. And, you know, we didn't have, we had very modest means. So my mom had to feed a bunch of kids. We got one family size bag split up into little Ziploc bags. And I used to hide my Fritos in my lap. So no one would see what bag they were in. That's so oh, cute. Isn't that. that interesting? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's so sweet. You know, I think that really taught us a lot of good stuff, I, especially right now while the oil price is so low and, and across East Texas, people are really struggling. And for us in this business, I, I find myself just being so grateful for the way I saw my mother be so frugal. Of course, I didn't appreciate it at the time, but now in her older years, when my dad passed away, she's very comfortable. They were able to save a ton of money. And when you think about the the lifestyle they had, and so I just think, wow, that's so cool that they were so frugal. And now look how that has turned out for her. She's so comfortable in her older years now. Well, that was the biggest reason, I think, and Rob, you'll back me up on this, like how I got through the lean years after my divorce. I mean, you know, there were times when I had like $41 left over in my bank account. I mean, that was it, Kathy, like no savings, no anything. And, you know, I did have my house and a mortgage payment, but the house was upside down, so it wasn't worth anything anyway. And um, I was really grateful for my frugal upbringing and my Depression-era parents who, you know, we ate oatmeal, we ate eggs you know i would buy the day old bread and turn it into french toast i mean there were so many things uh kathy and robin that i could whip up out of nowhere robin you saw me whip it up out of nowhere and (laughs) (laughs) you know anything i could do sorry about that uh today may be the food the food podcast because or program because you know we were just talking the other day about taking a whole loaf of bread spreading it out over a cookie sheet Putting butter and cinnamon sugar on it, and I'm and it was not butter either. It was oleo that we were melt. We melt the oleo, put it on, all, brush it on the bread, put cinnamon sugar on it, put it in the oven. I mean, that was heaven. I still can't get over how much we loved that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my mother was a genius. 
Is it making a penny go farther, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and it's true. I think we have those uh, memories of, of those kinds of things from our childhood, but then we kind of get spoiled with a lot of the conveniences. And then when you have to revert back to it, you're saying, oh, why haven't I been doing this for years? Oh, my word. <laughs> so uh, I, I think it's true. But, but I think in, in a new relationship, uh, there's certainly that element of discovery. Uh, but I think we know a little more about ourselves. Therefore, or we're more open to um, sharing that that with somebody new. Yeah, I love that idea. Sandra, what do you think? I don't know. Like, I was thinking, like, going, oh, do I want people to really know all this stuff? I'm like, the guy I date, I hope he never listens to my radio shows. He's going to just learn everything. But, you know, I doubt he will because men don't do that in general. But um, I don't know. I really don't. I think that maybe why God gives us girlfriends, because we can share so much with other women. And it's, I don't know, it's just a different kind of comfort that we get from each other. It's a blessing. It could be. But think about it, San. Are you not sharing because it's the type of upbringing that you had or because you were burnt and hurt and afraid that someone is going to do that to you again? Yeah, or or use it against me. Yeah, yeah. And that's hard to overcome. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it is. And I think whenever, you know, like whenever you've gone through a painful stretch and I think, you know, anybody listening today can can depend on that. It takes a while for your heart to heal. Like I'm focusing. I know this sounds really stupid, but I tend to go into the turtle like I can shut off everyone and everything, go into my little cyber world and just never come out. And so I'm working hard not to close off every day. It's so much easier to just close off and shut down. Mm. Well, and you give so much at work, too. I mean, and you're encouraging so many women to be successful and to have a voice in the greater culture that I'm, I would imagine you, you have to save a little bit of, of uh, energy and emotional stamina for yourself. And I would think that would be also the case for anybody who is holding down the home front. Yeah, there, yeah that is true. Because it's easier not to feel. It's easier just to do. Like when your spouse is deployed or you're you're on your own, um, especially like in the early years, the first time, you know, you're alone as a single parent or maybe that's all you've ever experienced. Yeah, shutting down is really, and I, I'm not a shrink, so I'm just going to say the shutting down was really good for me because it allowed me to focus and get what I needed to done because quite frankly, crying in my soup every day wasn't going to get the laundry done, wasn't going to get the kids to and from school. Like that didn't serve any good don't you think there are times when you know i i know for myself there's just so many things on my plate at once that sometimes i just need to get one thing off my plate so i'll feel a little less stressed and and there's something about that of just going ahead and marking that one thing off my list that by the end of the day it makes me feel so much better you could put get up, yeah. wash hair. <laughs> put on clothes. <laughs> I know. I think you're so right, Kathy, because once you feel that sense of accomplishment, then, okay, you're ready to take in something new. And until you, when you're unsettled about other things, then you can't look at anything clearly. Uh, we're talking today with Kathy Cravey. What a wonderful conversation we've been having uh, about all kinds of relationships. And this one is that second chance relationship. 
relationships. So do stay tuned. We've got a lot more with Kathy and Sandra and Robin right after the break here on Military Mom Talk Radio. Want to hear more? Be sure to go to MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn Lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show. Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. about the Gabrielensi bear caught rummaging through a refrigerator in an apartment in Colorado? The tenant heard noises coming from the kitchen and saw a bear with his head in the fridge looking for anything it could eat. What's a word for food that's unfit for human consumption? Ma Wallop. The tenant locked himself in his bedroom and called for help. What's a word for the fear of bears? Ursophobia. We have lots of bears near our Colorado cabin, and we have been told that pepper spray will keep them away. But the idea that it would keep a 500-pound grizzly bear from attacking seems ridiculous to me. I think I'll try the pepper spray on myself and hope the bear doesn't like spicy foods. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we are visiting today with Kathy Crafty, and we are talking about, I don't know, we're talking about keeping our heart open, keeping hope, and, and you know, when when marriage gets tough, when family gets tough, all of these things, like, when it's good, it's good, and it's easy, but when it's not good, I'm going to ask each of you, what do you rely on when things don't go well? Rob, I'm going to go to you first. I think my inner self, because when something doesn't go well, in, and I assume you're talking about in the relationship, is that what you're referring to? Uh, yes. I'm sorry. I had my mic off because my yeah. hand was blowing. Yeah. You know, there are times that I just have to back back into my own self, kind of the way you do. You, you're talking about reverting somewhat like a 
turtle um, and wanting to just uh, sort of be a little reclusive for a, a moment. There's nothing wrong with that because I think that's our chance to regroup, reboot, and then be able to face whatever because it's not a matter of what's wrong with me. It's a matter of what was wrong with this situation that it didn't go right. And, and you sort of break it down because maybe no one person is at fault, but you just might not be in sync right now. Um, and I think it, it's definitely a symbiotic relationship with a partner. It, whether you're a married partner, whether you're a long-term relationship that, um, whether you, it, it doesn't matter what you, what your definition of, re, of relationship or partnership is. Um, there are times that your ebb flow isn't in sync with each other. Um, so stepping back and sort of just saying, okay, let's, let's di- dissect this a little bit and then go and recommunicate and be able to um, not erase. You're never going to forget the words. You're never going to say, oh, you know, I'm sorry I said that and it'll be all gone. But you learn from it and you bring that to the next level of strength. Kathy, what about you? You've had some times where your marriage has had some challenges. Yeah, I I really believe that there are skills. Now, I'm not saying that we can all have perfect marriages, obviously, but... Yeah, I I think my marriage would have been a lot better off if I had learned some basic skills early and I just didn't have them. And so once I began to have those skills, that's what I love to write about now is really practical things that we can do that will make our communication better, make us better listeners, make us better at um, negotiating with our husband. I have a friend who said marriage is one long conversation. And what I figured out after a while is marriage is really one long negotiation is what it is. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) You know me, I love quotes and I brought y'all one from Oprah Winfrey. Oh, good. Yeah, she says, think like a queen. A queen is not afraid to fail. Failure is another stepping stone to greatness. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that perfect? Because it's true. It is a stepping stone to whatever you're going to flourish in next. Um, And I do think um, it's never... It's never too late to be a new you because there is always something else to uh, discover about yourself and therefore to share that with somebody. And maybe Sandra isn't willing to share everything, but I bet (laughs) when the next person that is absolutely the right person. And, you know, isn't it fine to have more than one person in your life? Obviously, if you're married, that is your one person. But you have girlfriends that uh, fill an element of of your of your whole being you aren't everything with this one person you are also many other facets in life so you find which facets fit the relationship well Well, yeah go ahead kathy well i'm sorry to interrupt i was gonna say in in sandra's case especially but I i see so many moms doing this giving great wonderful gifts to their children and their children don't know yet what they are because as kids we just grow up taking for granted whatever our parents are able to give us especially our mom as as much as mothers pour over us and pour their heart into our lives but i mean here are just a few examples uh 
in your case, Sandra, I see you having doing all these fun things with your children. You're showing them stamina and resourcefulness at every turn. Every time I turn around, something is happening at your house that reminds me how much stamina you have. You're always expressing gratitude constantly, and you are a friend maker. You're you're so good at at being resourceful when it comes to the friends you have and just encouraging them both ways. You become a resource for your friends. And you also appreciate and respect their gifts, and you you enjoy the benefit of having your friends as a resource in your life. So those are all gifts that you're passing on to your beautiful two boys. Wow. I'm going to come on the show every week, and you guys can just tell me how great I am. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you coloring. That's the thing. <laughs> you don't want me coloring and sitting here in bitter silence going, I don't have a husband. I'm going to color my cat. I want you to color a cat. I'm going to frame it and put it on the wall. <laughs> Hilarious. I don't even like cats. I mean, I like them, but I'm highly allergic to them. But I love to color them. They're very peaceful. You know, and I use, I don't even really color girls. I use my iPad Pro and my uh, Apple DigiPen, and then I can color it. And then if I don't like it, I can just push a button. It wipes it clean. I can start over. I don't even commit. You talk about committing to a relationship. I can't even I can't commit, commit to, to a, a color. coloring page. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to read that to you. I'm going to recycle that idea because you are com- so committed to technology. I am blown away with what you know. Uh, I can't even imagine coloring on an iPad or whatever that is. Did Ama- you use an Etch-a-Sketch when you were a kid, Sandra? You must have loved an Etch-a-Sketch. I did. I did. I'm going to tell you my Etch-a-Sketch story. I worked for <laughs> weeks on this Etch-a-Sketch pattern. And I don't remember if it was my younger brother or my older brother walked up and said, what are you working on, Sam? And I'm like, oh, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. And he took it and he goes, hey, look, shake, shake, shake. And that was the end of it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, here, here's a quote for your mother. They don't. This is an author unknown, but I thought of you when I read it. It says, the mother of boys works sun up to sun down, and it's spelled S-O-N. <laughs> Sun, <laughs> sun down. In your case, sun's up and sun's down. Sun's up. Sun's down. <laughs> From the moment they wake to the moment they go to sleep, a mother of boys is working. So I got a question for you girls. How do you, is it just your heart that reconnects you with your spouse? But how do you, like, I find that I have endless patience for my kids. I've got endless forgiveness for my kids and my dad, but I don't have that with like I have it with my friends, my close friends that I consider family, but does it renew in a long-term relationship? Like, do you get better at it? Um, you know, or is it my way or the highway? Yeah, I think I have more compassion now than I've ever had from my husband. I will say this when he was, when we were young, young couple, you know, and he was going to work every day and I stayed home with the kids the first little section of our marriage, I did thank him every single morning for getting up out of bed and going to work because I I just felt that was so big. It's such a big deal to do something every day. Like, I mean, I guess I'm a creative person. I'd rather just have one day doing one thing and one day doing something different. But that faithfulness that he demonstrated back then, even then I appreciated it. But now I think my perspective has changed so much that I have a lot more compassion for him. How about you, Rob? I think the longer we've been together, the more we realize what soulmates really are. And I think we have a bond that is stronger because 
we have endured uh, certain things. And that's not to say that a short-term relationship couldn't have that or doesn't have that or won't won't build to that. Um, but I think you do end up with a different kind of patience in that now my husband's going through uh, an illness right now that's really, really challenging us. Um, he's uh, having some real bad hip issues. Um, he was there all during my cancer uh, duration. That was a year and a half, two years of me being really, really sick. Um, and was I crabby when I was had cancer? Yeah, you bet. Um, when I was sick, uh, got physically sick from it, was I crabby? Yeah. Um, there's there's a relationship uh, sort of that is willing to be patient for that. So I guess. I, I that worked for us. I mean, we have that bond. We do have that soulmate in us. I think I think the thing that happens at our house and maybe has added to my compassion for my husband is when I was so young and very insecure and I ne- I was kind of needy. You know, I needed him to fill me up in a certain way as a young woman. And then as gradually as we've shifted and kind of renegotiated how we were going to do marriage, I've learned to be a lot more stand on my own two feet and appreciate and respect what God has done for me and my, the way he designed me. So I see my own value a lot better than I did when we were first married, I think. But what that has freed me up to do is appreciate him. And, and he will come home and tell me about things that have happened during his day, even when I was a, a stay-at-home mom. And over the years, those things have begun to stack up. Like, I just appreciate some of the things that he's done. Like, well, I'll give you an example. Will was so unhappy with David one day because we were, Will and I tend to be exactly alike. And um, he was wanting to have his dad just embrace this wonderful idea he had. And, and I was... I was telling him on the way to, and Dave didn't do it because he never would do that. He always takes about two weeks to really process and think through all the implications of decisions. So we were driving to school after Will shared this wonderful idea, and he was so discouraged that his dad didn't jump right on it. And I said to him, well, Will, you know that your dad always takes two weeks or more to process a new idea, so you just have to give him time. But the great news is he'll never cheat on me because it takes him two weeks to make a decision. <laughs> I mean, William just really, he really absorbed that. He was like, yeah, mom, you're right. That's so true. (laughs) So by the time he could think about cheating with me, I mean, on me, you know, he would have already moved on knowing that was such a bad idea. He's not impulsive in that way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So that to me is kind of the idea of, of the way of relationship. Like I couldn't have voiced that when we were a young married couple, but by the time Will was old enough for that to be an to impact his life and his way of thinking, mm. I, I, I can put that into words so easily. Then <laughs> I have I have a thought that I I'm going to wait until after we come back from break because um, I, I think the second time around does have its differences um, when we're. Uh, Young and newly in a relationship, I think there's not a lot of other things that are um, encumbering our lives where we do now. We're with Kathy Craffy, and uh, we want to invite you to stay tuned until after the break. We'll be right back. 
love to hear from you. Check us out at MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Our shows are available on iTunes anytime from 0-100 hours to 23:59. For now, stay right where you are. There's more Military Mom Talk Radio after these messages. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Notice that no matter how carefully you put the Christmas lights away, they still come out all cringle crangled and jitterty jitterty the next year. Christmas tree lights were invented in 1882 by Thomas Edison, and by 1900, these miniature versions of his electric light bulb were being advertised to the public. In 1895, Grover Cleveland proudly sponsored the first electrically lit Christmas tree in the White House, featuring more than a hundred multicolored lights. By the next Christmas, members of high society were hosting flambustious Christmas tree parties. Of course, in those early days, the services of a wireman had to be obtained, as many people had considered electricity as a bit of a bugaboo. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Word. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and this is Military Mom Talk Radio, and we are talking with Kathy Cratchy today, and this is part of our Marriage and Family series, and we've talked a lot about in prior episodes, which you can find on iTunes. You can go to Military Mom Talk Radio and find this episode and hundreds of episodes like it, especially geared to the military family. Um, when we encounter difficulties in our marriage, um, I found one of the things that helps me is, and I call it going into the turtle, and and, um, I go in, I take a bath, I take a nap, I take a walk, I do anything but react in the moment. And one of the things that I know about myself, and I'm going to honor, you know, the people that are out there like me, I can't always come up with, when somebody asks me what I'm feeling, there's like my sister and my my Jill, Susan, Jen, everybody could tell you what they're feeling right now. I can't. What I'm feeling right now is is nothing. I'm stunned. I'm I'm in the middle of an argument. I'm in the middle of a conversation and I can't think. And I need to go and be quiet and think about it and then I'll come back and tell you what I'm feeling. There's not all of us can be Johnny on the spot with this. Are both of you good feelers and you can articulate your feelings right away or do you need to like take a time out, think about it and then come back to play? Kathy, go ahead. 
Yeah, I definitely have learned to identify feelings better. You guys know I grew up in an alcoholic home. And so one of the things that's pretty true generally of alcoholic families is you don't necessarily get to express all your emotions. And I would just say now my perspective on that has changed so much. Like I truly believe that God gives us all emotions. They're all good. And some of them are really miserable, (laughs) but they're still positive in this sense. They're like a dashboard for us. And so if we can look at, if we're looking at our car and we see the hot lights on or the air, the tires are low or whatever it is as we drive along and maybe we need gas, that's just information. So now, of course, after all these years of really working on that, when I, when I feel what I feel, I recognize, it as a dashboard kind of moment where, oh, okay, that hurts. I don't like that. And I'm mad now or frustrated or, or irritated or wrathful or, or furious. You know, there's, there's probably half a dozen or or more, probably a dozen words in the English language that just mean angry. Mm -hmm. So there's a reason why we have all those great words. It's okay to be really specific, but it sometimes is hard. I think one of the things that has helped create a stronger relationship for us has been the ability to pace our our, uh, explosions, I guess you could say. Um, We were volatile when we were younger, and those uh, volatile moments, um, we said terrible things and things that we didn't mean, but those things were always hard to um, erase later. I think what we've got, what we've come to be able to in as we've grown older, um, and whether it's your second chance and you're bringing all of your past knowledge to a new relationship, and I think the military has to do this. Uh, the military families, you don't always want to say oh, that pissed me off that you did that and then boom they're on a deployment and you're not going to talk to them for for days on end you don't want those to be the last words that that person hears before they they go off um on a mission i i think pacing yourself you're not going to repress what you need to say but you want to pace yourself to be able to say the things that are going to be uh, constructive. Um, yeah. Does that mean that I'm not going to explode when something happens and I'm going to uh, say something? I'm, what I am going to try to say is, I am so mad right now. I really need to go for a walk. I need to talk to you later on, uh, and and let's let's deal with this when we're calmer. Um, and I don't think I could have said that when I was younger. I think giving uh, a little more age under my belt has given me the ability to know that, yes, I need to deal with it, but I'm not going to deal with it right now. So. I, I just love that idea. In fact, I paid a counselor a bunch of money to tell me that. <laughs> you. I should have just listened to one of your radio broadcasts and then I would have been good. Free, too. Um, no, I, I love what you're saying, and especially when you're thinking about military families and being deployed. There are strategic ways to deal with what we feel and what we want to negotiate for the future of our relationship, or even the, there are strategic ways to interface with our kids. And, of course, Moms always are strategic about their kids. It's just mm-hmm. our husband. We, I don't know. One of my <laughs> friends told me one time, Kathy, your problem is you want to be married to Jesus. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> Except I felt like I was such a sinner that would probably be a really bad match. 
But, you know, we always want a more mature man than we are mature, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's I think, too, you can't make the person that you think you want. That person needs to bring to the relationship their um, gifts that they have had because obviously they've been around the block, perhaps. Um, and the things that they are bringing to the table have to mesh with the things that you're bringing to the table to make it a right relationship because you're not just going to find somebody because, well, I'm, I'm really tired of being alone. Okay, you come on over. You know what I mean? You're, you really have to make sure that that person is the right person for you. But I think the right person is definitely going to f- understand that this is like a jigsaw puzzle. You are going to have to fit the all the other things that are important to your life, like children, like career, like, you know, those are the things that you have in your life now. That's part of what makes you you. And I know, Sandra, you've got so many things in your life that, um, you, like you say, you don't always have time for that personal relationship, but um, you're, you're, going to change in you've changed in the last 10 years you're going to change in the next 10 years in the next 10 years my kids will be grown and maybe i can take a breath in the morning without going (gasps) (laughs) i think your kids are going to marry such good women because they've been uh watching you and they know what to look for in a good woman i think so you know i said that to my kids one time so I was in the carpool lane, and Zach looks at me, and, and some little girl gets out um, of her mom's car looking all Britney Spears in, like, fifth grade. And he looks at me, and he goes, Mom, he goes, I like the way she looks. He said, but my wife, she's going to wear that only for me. And I'm like, yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fourth grade. I usually, my, our big word at our house to our son is, how sensible is she? <laughs> It's pretty rare to find a sensible girl in junior high and high school, you know. I don't know, Mom. I'll 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 ask her when I return her g-string. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I was thinking about something that happened. I had a friend who was this, I mean, amazing man. We had a series of downturns here in East Texas, and he was the head of this major company here. And each time they would buy and sell this tech company that he was a part of, they would keep his department and they would keep every single person in his department. He never had to let anyone go. And this happened like two or three times. So he's a dear friend of ours. And one day he said something about the fact that his wife was homeschooling and that she was just struggling. And I said, well, you know what? You're such a good manager. You managed to have all these turnovers, and you still have your job, and you always keep all your people in your department. So whatever you're doing at work is working. So when you come home tonight, just think about your wife as one of your employees and what a person that you need to manage and give her the resources. And you might need to specify exactly what her uh, goals need to be for this quarter or whatever it is you're doing at work. Do that at home. So I don't know if that helped him or not, but I I didn't hear her complain as much after that. So homeschooling is always hard. But uh, anyway, sometimes I think men, like we just don't appreciate the real skill sets they do bring. And in that case, I think sometimes as wives or husbands, we need to take some of our work training and take it home and apply it there and just be a little more professional in the way we behave to our spouse. Treat that well, like I used to tell Dave, you would never talk to your partners or your coworkers that way. I really don't want you to talk to me that way. 
Amen to that. You know, I say that to my kids, too. I'm like, you know what? You don't talk to your friends this way. You don't talk to your, you know, the way you talk to me or the way you talk to your brother. You know, that's not okay. And, you know, we we are so concerned with how we appear to everybody outside. And that was a big thing in my marriage. Outside my marriage, everybody's like, you guys are a wonderful couple. Oh, he's so wonderful. Oh, you're so nice. But we didn't extend those same courtesies to each other, which is probably why we're divorced. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think courtesy is a big deal and there there are red flags when you're dating that can give you a hint about that and of course you know what they are now but for women who've who've never experienced being treated poorly until they're dating and and they don't know the signs you know that's a very valuable thing it might be its own podcast to identify (laughs) signs of a relationship you don't want to be involved in yeah, big red flags. Yeah. Well, I just keep thinking about these moms and their children and especially raising boys while dad's deployed or husbands trying to raise their daughters and their sons while their wife's deployed. And my heart just knows how how grateful we are and how fortunate we are in this country. I, I don't know if anything we've said in this segment or this podcast has been a, useful, but I sure hope so because – those heroes that are serving our country, they really deserve for us to encourage them. Right. Our homeland heroes, our household heroes. You know, when I look at my military friends and how they hold everything together, they keep it together, they get the job done. And, you know, it's not an easy lifestyle. And so, you know, everybody here at Military Mom Talk Radio salutes you. And we are here to support you and validate you and comfort you. Because, Rob, boy, without that, we're all dead in the water. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Kathy Craffy, we have had such a wonderful conversation with you. Um, and we want everybody to visit your website because before too long, there's going to be a book available. Um, and we want everybody to find it. So uh, we want everyone at kathycraffy.com and it's C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Echo.com. Kathy, thank you so much for this time. This has been so enlightening and so fun. I love talking to you. You know how happy I am to be with you girls. It's just a blessing. Mm. And, San, we know you, you may be a very busy lady, but there's always time for a little you to have some fun. you got to have some fun. <laughs> we got to have some fun. <laughs> girls just want to have fun. <laughs> Well, everybody, just uh, tune in again to Military Mom Talk Radio. You will also want to find us at iTunes.com at any time, and there's lots more uh, next week. So join us again on Military Mom Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Military Mom Talk Radio. Want more information? Check us out at MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com or find us on iTunes for more than 200 free episodes. Drop us an email or find us on Facebook. We are looking forward to another great discussion. We hope you'll join us on Military Mom 